Welcome to Startup BizCast. This is episode 40. Startup BizCast is the small business advice podcast that takes less time than your average coffee break. It's produced by Endgame PR Podcast Production. This is episode 40, and I'm Steve Mullen. This week I have an interview about working the system to try to improve the way you do things. My guest is Sam Carpenter. He says that by perfecting his life, his relationships, and his business, he's gotten to the point where he only has to work a couple of hours a week. He's written a book called Work the System that claims to tell us how he did it. I'll have my conversation with Sam Carpenter later in the show, but first, I have some important and exciting news. The Startup BizCast Small Business Week contest is now underway. National Small Business Week in the U.S. runs from April 21 to 25, and the Startup BizCast Small Business Week contest is designed to celebrate the hard work and dedication that it takes to be an entrepreneur. All contest details are available on the Startup BizCast blog on my special contest page at www.startupbizcast.com forward slash contest. I urge you to go there and check them out, but here are the highlights. The contest begins the day this episode was published today, March 19, 2008. Cutoff for entries is April 12. There are three prize levels, two runners-up and a grand prize. Here are the highlights of the prizes. I'm giving away three coupons, each worth $360, from premier online press release newswire company PR Web. Regular Startup BizCast listeners know I always recommend online news release distribution, and I always recommend PR Web. Included in the grand prize package is also a search engine optimization review of the winner's business website, plus one hour of consultation with an SEO professional. This prize was contributed by NetSearch Direct, a search engine and internet marketing firm that I've worked with and that I always recommend. Still another prize in the grand prize package is one year of unlimited online data backup from Carbonite. I'm a Carbonite user myself, and I think it's a great service. Backing up your business data is critical. Finally, all winners will receive promotion from Startup BizCast. The runners-up will receive links from the Startup BizCast blog and a mention on the podcast itself. The grand prize winner, meanwhile, will be interviewed in the episode published during Small Business Week. During that interview, the winner will be given loads of opportunities to plug his or her business to my listeners. The prizes in this contest are worth nearly $2,000. That's not counting the value of the interview on Startup BizCast, and I don't think I can put a value on that. I'd like to say a big thanks to all of the companies that contributed prizes. So, how do you enter? There are two ways to do it. The first way is to call my new voicemail hotline at 206-339-4366. I'll give that number out again later, and it's also found on the Startup BizCast blog. When you call, leave your full name, phone number, email address, the name of your business or the type of business you hope to own, and your website if you have one. I'm also asking all entrants to give me their best tip for other small business owners, their best piece of advice. If you prefer not to call, you can also give me the same information in the online form found on the Startup BizCast blog. Everyone who provides all of the required information will be entered into a random drawing for the three prize levels. Also, the best tips given in the entries will be used in the Startup BizCast episode that will be published the week before Small Business Week. Now, regarding those tips, don't feel like they have to be complicated. Sometimes the best advice is simple. Again, for more information on the Startup BizCast Small Business Week contest, please visit www.startupbizcast.com forward slash contest. And good luck. Now it's time for this week's Startup BizCast interview. 
My guest this week says too many business owners spend too much time chasing their tails and putting out fires instead of doing the things that are important to grow and maintain a company. Sam Carpenter is CEO of telephone answering company Centratel, and he claims he only works about two hours a day, but makes more now than he did back when he worked 100 hours a week. He's written a book that will be published soon called Work the System that claims to teach everyone else how it's done. And he's with us now to tell us about it. Sam, thanks for joining us on Startup BizCast. Thanks, Steve. Now, first off, tell us a little bit about yourself and your business. Uh, my primary business, the business I built the uh, book around, and uh, is Centratel. It's a telephone answering service. It's a national telephone answering service. And short story is that I spent 15 years doing 80 to 100-hour work weeks, literally. I mean, literally. Single parent of two kids, never made more than 60000 a year for those whole 15 years, and uh, it's, it's it's outlined very specifically in the book, but I had an epiphany because of a really, really terrible situation that came up, and I realized I was approaching things wrong. I changed the way, uh, I changed my perspective, and then I changed the way I did things based on that perspective change. Now, what is Working the System? The title of your book is Work the System. What is that? Well, Work the System with a subtitle called The Simple Mechanics of Working Less and Making More. And what this talks about, if you're familiar, are you familiar with whack-a-mole, Steve? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's a game where the little moles pop out of holes and you whack them with a hammer. And, of course, as the game progresses, the moles pop up faster and faster, two at a time sometimes. And you keep whacking them with the, the hammer. And that was my life. I was dealing with uh, fire killing all day long. And what I do with Work the System is I take the reader on a philosophical uh a little bit of a philosophical journey to understand uh, that we need to work on the systems that produce the results. Most of us work on the results in our lives, and we need to get down and work, literally spend time and energy working on the processes that produce the results. And so in this little epiphany I had, I realized two things. First of all, 99.9% of everything works just fine. It really does. If you look at your body, if you look at the space shuttle going up the other night, you know, 99.9% of everything works fine, which means there probably isn't that much wrong if you're doing these 80 to 100-hour work weeks or you're just not getting where you want to go. There's probably not that much wrong. And the other thing is that the world is made up of systems. Yes, we have this holistic thing. Everything affects everything else. The butterfly over Brazil affects the weather over New Jersey. But the truth is you can take things apart. It's okay to do that. And I took my business apart. I found we had 300 systems, everything from answering the phone to hiring to firing to paying the bills, uh, and we documented them in a very special way. And then that led me to the, the key here, and that is documentation, a certain kind of documentation, writing things down so you know where you're headed, and especially so your people know where you're headed. They're not mind readers. They don't have to be fortune tellers. And so we have three very special documents that any small business can take and get organized and get really super efficient, which is what this amounts to is becoming super efficient. It sounds like what you're saying is you're just getting organized and perfecting the way you do things, not necessarily your company being perfect, but perfecting the way you go about servicing your customers. Well, it's about how you go about servicing every system in your in your life. And I, I mean, I did the same thing with my health. I took my body apart separated into the systems, analyzed those systems, and found four of them that weren't right. And I did that through blood testing, okay? I did it with my relationships. It is, it's very, very simple, as most truths are, but most people don't see it, that it's okay to go a layer deeper in what you do 
and take every one of those little systems that pop up when you do that and perfect them. And how do you perfect them permanently? You write it down. And so this is the hurdle. And this is why this isn't a get rich quick kind of a scheme is you got to sit down and you've got to do the documentation. I went from 100 hours a week to I now work two hours a week. My wife and I are in Rancho Mirage now. I'm looking out on a lake full of ducks. Now, you said this isn't a get-rich-quick book, and I think some folks may look at this, if they just glance at it in a bookstore or something, they may think it is. But what makes it different? Is it the amount of work that it actually takes to do this? What makes it different is I've never seen these pieces put together in one place. So it has to do with a philosophical perspective change. The thing about the system, seeing our life as systems, and the 99% perfect attitude rather than all is chaos attitude. Everything is a system. It sounds a little nutty, but it's not. Uh, it's a wonderful, wonderfully refreshing way to look at things. And when a person can look at their business in this way and take it apart piece by piece and fix the pieces uh, one at a time and put them back together, I'm here to tell you that if you can perfect the parts of your business or your organization, whatever it is, if you can perfect the parts, the entity, the primary entity will be perfect too. Now, you're not claiming that everyone can work as little as two hours a week and actually make a living? Of course not. And there are the artists and the creative people in the world, such as yourself. You enjoy doing the radio program, doing the podcast. Um, this is what you love to do. And there's things I love to do that I want to spend my time doing. But uh, and, and the other thing is if somebody's in the wrong kind of a business, there's a product is just not going to sell, or they're in a family-run business and they're not part of the family, there are bad places to be. But generally, what this talks about is keeping what you have and uh, working toward perfecting it. Presumably, uh, a lot of the listeners here have something they do and something they produce, and they have competitors. What if that that listener's entity, whatever it is, was way, way more efficient than anybody else around them? And the truth is, that's easy because the big difference between a successful large business and a small struggling business is documentation. There is no large business out there that's successful that doesn't have precise documentation so their people know what's going on, so there are targets, so there's no mind reading and there's no stumbling around. I think this is good advice. I think a lot of small business owners, myself included, I will definitely include myself in this group, kind of fly by the seat of their pants. Yeah, when you fly by the seat of your pants, you're inefficient. You're, you're killing fires and you're doing all kinds of things. You're, you're probably... Uh, the small business owner that does that and is surviving is is really talented to be able to pull that off. But what if you could kill the fire killing? What if you could eliminate the mistakes and the errors? Now, we can't address every type of small business. Obviously, there's millions of them, as I've said many times in this podcast. But generically speaking, what's the number one thing that you suggest small business owners do to, as you say, work the system? Well, uh, the first third of the book has to do with changing perspective. If a person has a perspective that, oh, and, and the front cover of Wired magazine, uh, which I subscribe to a number of magazines, was why things suck, <laughs> you know? What, and a lot of us go around with that attitude. Man, the world is just a mess. The world is a mess. It isn't. Look around. Look in your house. Look in your car. Things are pretty okay. It doesn't take a whole lot to fix them. So then if you can divide that beauty, that miraculous perfection that really is out there, into systems that you can handle, you can, you can handle one system at a time. For instance, one of our first systems in the office was how are we going to answer the phone when people call into our office at Centratel? Well... Um, we're going to say it this way, one, two, three, and everybody's going to do it this way. And everybody agreed that was the best way to do it, and everybody agreed that if there was a better way that came along, we would change that 
protocol instantly. And then we worked through all of our systems. We made all the systems that do compose our business perfect. And I didn't know it at the time. is all I could think to do because I was in a crisis with maybe going to miss a payroll. I thought if I fix things one at a time, starting with the worst problem, write it down, get everybody to agree this is the perfect way to do it, will it add up? Will all these perfect systems add up to a perfect entity? I didn't know at the time if it would or not, but it was my best guess, and I was correct. It does. And what's the biggest mistake that you think small business owners make that lead to them working too much, spinning their wheels, putting out fires, as you say? Doing the work. Doing the work. If you're producing the product or the service, now I'm not talking about an artist like you, Steve. This is what you do. But I'll bet you there's a lot of things behind the scenes you're doing that somebody else could do or don't need to be done at all. Uh, if, if a person can concentrate on what they do best, and what I do best is, is that of a general manager and, a, and a, a new product guy for my company and also a leader in holding my eight managers together. I have a staff meeting once a week, which is about what my two hours are. Uh, but if people find themselves running to the store or, or doing the work, uh, you know, uh, pumping the gas metaphorically, that's what you need to get away with. Because the difference between a true business and a job is that a true business you can walk away and it still produces money. A job you have to show up. And I'm talking about doctors and lawyers and actors and Derek Jeter of the New York Yankees. Those are jobs. Oh, they're terrific jobs. I'm not. I'm not down on jobs. But if you're running a business and you want a business with a value that you can sell something, you've got to be able to walk away from it because the buyer is not going to want to do the work. It has to produce the money. It has to be a dollar bill machine. Okay. Our time is up. So Sam Carpenter, CEO of Centratel and author of Work the System. Thanks for taking the time to be with us this week. Thank you, Steve. Sam's book will be available in late March. For more information on how to order, you can visit www.workthesystem.com. If you have any questions, comments, or if you want to enter the Startup BizCast Small Business Week contest, you can call my new voicemail hotline number at 206-339-4366. Now keep in mind, that is a brand new number, 206-339-4366. You can also email info at startupbizcast.com or leave a comment on the blog. That's a wrap for Episode 40 of Startup BizCast. Thanks for listening. I'm Steve Mullen.